Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, welcome to the episode of Flats and Shanks podcast. I don't know what episode it is. Um, 34, don't 35. Care. Don't care. Don't need to care. We're in, we're in a good mood. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we are. I, I haven't touched any alcohol all weekend, as neither has Lee Byrne. Do you know how I know that? Because um, 6.30 a.m. this morning, he posts... A.m. this morning. Yeah. <laughs> he posts a photo of himself walking with three dogs. Um, oh. Ogmore on sea, which says to me, clean weekend. <laughs> <laughs> the only one in ages, hence it's the first time he's ever shown you that. <laughs> I've not touched any booze this weekend, and nor have I. Okay. Well done, mate. So the weather's been great. Clean the garden, mowed the lawn, clean the barbecues. Um, what else have I done? House jobs. Oh, it's nice though. Because... I've got to because I'm going to Cape Town on Thursday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, building up some credit. Exactly, mate. You know how it works, give and take. Yeah, of course it is. Um, and that's yeah, it. Of course that, it is, boy. That is it. That's the end of the podcast. Hey, mm. everyone. Well, I don't mow my lawn, but it is currently being mowed mm. for me you, by the robot. Yep. yep. Does it have a name? Spiderface. Is it really? Old th- old gag with the kids. They named it. Oh, Johnny Five, they might call it. They used to be they had Barbies, and they used to say, "Right, Daddy, that's your Barbie, and these are our Barbies. We're going to play Barbies." And mine was like, "What does your like? What does your Barbie want to do, Daddy? Mine wants to do kickboxing. Let's fight, you know that sort of stuff." And I was like, "What's your my?" And I was like, "Hello, my wrestling name is Spiderface." Then I would attack their Barbies, and I don't know. I wonder why my kids are aggressive now, but that's why the yeah. they wanted to call Badger the Dog Spiderface, but I thought that that doesn't really work. Wonder why they kicked out of school. Yeah, yeah exactly. School. Yeah, I got. By the way, I had a. You know, I had a rant the other day about that old. You know, the people in the street and just people just being. Yeah, you hate gits. people. I get it. I, get I do. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really, but I actually got told off on my bike earlier. I was cycling down through town. It's a little footpath through. It's just a cycling through town, down to the do some jobs and. Um, I'll tell you about my one of the jobs in a minute. So I might need some help from some listeners, but. Um, cycling down and this old guy i'm nowhere near him like i'm no i'm just it's a, the, the footpath is an extra wide one i'm nowhere near him and he's like there's no psych you shouldn't cycle here and i just stopped i stopped my little bike i said why why not a sort of thing you would never do you'd just be like bore off mate and keep going i'm like why i'm an activist why he said you just shouldn't you shouldn't cycle you're not allowed to cycle here i said of course i am i'm just cycling a bicycle through town like why are you so worried about it and he said, read that sign. It says no cycling. I said, oh, does it? So I went back up 
And it said, no cycling <laughs> on the footpath. And I said, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, you are right. And I said, that's a really nice cardigan. He looked amazing, this old guy. He must have been like 85. Oh, digging his and he out. laughed. He laughed when I read it. And I said, oh, sorry, mate. And um, I said, that's a nice cardigan, by the way. I like that. He said, yeah, geese and hawks, the one and only. And kept walking. I was like, legend. What a legend. I loved him in the end. He had a cravat on, mate. You loved him because he was right. He had a cravat on. Yeah, but he laughed when he didn't say, yeah, you tosser. He, he was he was right. I shouldn't have been riding my bike down there. I mean, it's ridiculous. That, but the actual sign that says no cycling is like this old vintage thing that's like a million years old. And it says um, any cycling on this footpath to be fine two shillings or something. And it's like an old school thing. I'm like, is that still real? Will know, you do it again? No, I won't actually. Okay. I thought about that. I actually won't cycle Will down you get there off your again, bike? No. And carry it on your shoulder. No, different way. Different way. Okay. Different way. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really stick to rules because I'm an absolute rebel. But um, I won't do that again. That's what I think of selection policy. What was the other, what was the thing you need a bit of help on? So one of my jobs today, it's not, it wasn't a job, was like to collect a shirt that I'd ordered online from oh, I wish Wiz. I had a job like that. I know. Uh, a, a thing. So stay off. I've had a long week. And... Um, I had, and I went into, it popped up, your shirt, your pack parcel has arrived at Reese, and I'd ordered the biggest shirt they had. All Now, it didn't fit. I tried it on, and I was like, I'm I'm not even getting, it's not, it's nowhere near. So I'm like, right, I'm obviously a, a bloater. So I went into this shop in, another shop in Bath, like a, like Jolly's it's called, like House of Phrase or whatever, but they got massive menswear section, and they got this place called Flannels, which I think is all your designer labels, yeah. like your, Balen- your Traegers that say Balenciaga on them, you know. Um, I'm convinced these 500 quid trainers, the sort of trainers that rich people don't actually wear. Uh, I'm convinced. But anyway, that's fine. People love it. And I went in there and I said to the guy in there, um, mate, I'm just, what I'm after is a black shirt, just a black shirt that isn't a formal shirt like you'd wear, you know, to a suit if you're going to the FA Cup final. But, or you're playing snooker at the Crucible, it's just a black shirt that I could wear to a pub. Like a Ralph Lauren job. Well, this is the thing. He said, have you tried polo upstairs? And I've got a, maybe it's my age or stage. I don't know. I don't like having, I don't mind having a, a brand on my clothes, but the only ones they had there, they were opposite, op- opposing colours. So black had a big, an extra large white Ralph Lauren horse on it, the polo horse, extra large white. And I was like, nah, I don't want that. I, it can be in black and it could fit in or it could be grey. I don't even want grey. And I was like, have you got anything? And they go, no, we haven't got anything. I went upstairs and asked a lady and she said, there is nothing in this whole place that just is a black shirt. So I go to another shop across the road. She goes, try there. Have you got a black shirt? Yeah, yeah. And they've got like super formal double cufflink jobs. Don't want that. And I'm online and it, I'm literally like, I'm honestly, all I want is a casual black shirt that is comfortable, not super tight, but not like a yeah. curtain. Button down collars, which make it less... Formal. A cotton Oxford shirt, whatever you call it. Like, and I honestly, mate, high and mighty. You tried high and mighty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the problem is, I know I've got a bit of a darb. I've got a bit of form up front. That's why you want my, black. For my yes, for my neck and chest sort of dimensions, which is what you build a shirt around. I should be Martin Bayfield's height. I should basically be Will Skelton's yeah, size. Yeah, but you're not going to do the button up, are you? Because you're wearing it down the pub. No, but what no, but what I mean is to get it actually on around certain areas, it's like a it's like a cape everywhere else. So you, I can't buy clothes in those places because I'm actually not big enough to buy clothes at High and Mighty. Go so online. I'm like, so I'm not high. Have you <laughs> I'm ever mighty. <laughs> very mighty? Have you <laughs> and agile? I saw the video of you and Nolly, rugby's oh. rugby's best couple. <laughs> um, We're not seeing I, each other. Yeah. We're not seeing each other. No, you know what I mean. Like I don't even. Your um, your work, um, wife and husband. Thank you. Thank um, you. I, have you ever worn a Ralph Lauren shirt before? Yeah, yeah. Well, go online, mate, because you can get like black shirts, black cotton shirts, and I think the one I've got has got a blue or a purple little horse. Do you know? What, do you know what the other thing? What I went to get some shorts. You don't like Ralph Lauren? Too chavvy? No, I like. No, I like. No, I like that. Oh, that's fine. I, I'm not that bothered about the brand. I just said, mate, whatever the brand is. Mm. I just don't want it plastered everywhere. And I was like, I was like, I pointed at these shoes and I was like, those trainers I really like. 
if they just deleted the bit that says whatever it is, McQueen on it, if they could just, if you scrub that off for me, I'd have those. But it says it all down the side. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he was wearing, he said, yeah, these. And he was wearing them. I said, yeah, they look good on you, mate. But oh, you're like, I, I, and he laughed. Of he Bennett. laughed. And I, and I said, I just, I don't want to look like I'm on the way to a football match to glass somebody. And he laughed, luckily. Hmm. Would you ever wear a pair of swim shorts with boss written all over them? That question reminds me of the day that we were in Auckland on a, on England tour in oh before whatever it was, and I was in the room with Julian White, and Mark Regan had been shopping, and he walked in and he had his new shirt on, and it was just plastered with the word Burberry, and Julian White was like, "Now that that is a Bobby Dazzler, that is lovely, Ron. What make is it?" And he went Burberry Bab. Look, <laughs> Julian just just absolutely went that is lovely did i tell you last week about um matthew bennett budging his shirt at jeremy roberts's testimonial i can't remember if i did or not no well he, but not his shirt sorry his blazer he texted me the day before saying what do you think of this oh no you did you no, you sent uh, me the pictures but not on the pod i've seen uh, the whatsapps so he sent me a photo and i saw it straight away it's brown it's very very brown poo brown and I said, I like it, mate. And uh, he sent me a, a reply with his hands together, like praying. Um, like, thank you. <laughs> and I screenshot it and sent it to all the boys saying, have a look what Budgie's wearing tomorrow. So we turned up and you have a couple of photos. And in the light, it was just, it was horrific. Yeah. And we gave him so many different names. Mr. Hanky was one. Um <laughs> What was we we ended up settling with Pooh Hefner. <laughs> it was the brownest thing I've ever, and he was gutted, and he couldn't take it off because it was so hot. And um, it was one of those events where something was wrong with the aircon, and you couldn't take your blazer off because your shirt had become see-through, so you just had to keep it on. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's that's a danger with a velvet blaze, mate. Ah, uh, it was, it was unbelievable. Ah, oh, brilliant. Um, that is great. Yeah. Pooh Hefner. That Pooh is Hefner. world class. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I like that. I Thank like you. that a lot, mate. Well done. Uh, anyway, where were we? Where were we? We're talking about brand, branded clothes. We were talking, weren't we? Um, would you ever wear a pair of Hugo Boss shorts with Boss written all over them? No. A t-shirt with Boss written all over nope. it. Nope. I just, it's not like, it's not like I've got like, I'm, I'm wearing, tell you what I'm wearing now, I'm wearing some 15 year old shorts that have got a hole in the gooch and I'm wearing a black vest, which is three sizes too big because it's comfy. Like I don't, I'm not like, as you know, I'm a have scruffy. You've got LeBron James written on the back of it. No, I'm a scruffy <laughs> twat most of the time, but I dress reasonably smart for work, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not someone who's immaculate when they go to the co-op or go to get a sandwich in town and dress up for it like if I'm in my pyjamas there's a good chance I will do that Matt Banahan drives past me all the time walking my dog in my pyjamas in the morning he's like get dressed you lazy twat I said like, well I don't, I'm not bothered mate so I'm not it's just like it's this it's about I don't know I, I feel conspicuous when I wear these things Gareth like, Powell on Instagram sent me a message um, of you're dressed at the weekend. Well, what you're dressed as? You, I thought you dressed really smart. Um, but he said, um, "I just sent who's you Gareth the, Powell? Don't know. Just messaged me on Instagram, and you had a pair of boots on with a massive heel on. Buongiorno, boys. <laughs> and he just sent me a message saying, "You don't see heels." Oh, I've like seen that the picture. Anymore. Weirdly, what's going on is, there? No, if you that is uh, if you look at the other foot. There, that is how flat the boot actually is. That's a weird angle with a... Because they're my, old, they're my old RMs that I've worn with you loads of times. I've had those years, just polished them. And they are actually normal boots. They're quite a low heel, but that does make it look like I, I have got reinforcements. That I is, don't think, know what's going on. I think that is a shadow job. Um, oh, that's amazing. I must say... I'll, I must to, I'll say, put it up on Twitter for, for those. Yeah, the other the other shoe actually shows you what... Unless I've got, unless I've built one up because I've my left leg's shorter. 
but I, but I haven't. Um, they look like cowboy boots. They're not. They're just they're just proper RMs. Um, but I don't. One thing, despite your abuse, one thing I don't. Luckily, I don't leave the house worrying about my height, <laughs> which is quite like because I'm not sure. No, I'm just not. not tall. You're not. So I'm fine. Um, I'm a big but it's boy. like I'm a big boy now. So I'm not a dust. Heels are not something I worry about, but RMs are the best, mate. If I had to have one pair of shoes the rest of my life, it's a pair of brown leather RMs, mate. I love them. Yeah, yeah. And they're not the big heeled ones, luckily, because you'd hammer me if you ever saw them. <laughs> and you've seen you've seen these boots a hundred times. I have. I just didn't know what they were. They some sort of Italian boots. I thought you had on Austin yeah. Powers. I'll send you a picture of the real things. They're not they're That's not big fine. heels. So I put it on. I put on social media now for people to see otherwise it's just like a private joke so have a look yeah. on my um, Twitter profile yeah uh, Richie Reese's birthday yesterday absolutely hammered him from a video I had about five years that. ago he's 40 he's the worst swigger you'll ever ever meet that whole he, day he, he just he, he looked annihilated in that video He's trying to drink with the big boys, and he just can't. We're better off just giving him half pints to our pints. Yeah, just gets like he, he'll like he'll like vodka, but he just can't drink the volume. Yeah. Um, but happy birthday, Richie! All right. It's like all of us drinking with Jason Leonard. You just exactly. when you go to the bar, just get him two pints. It's not bravado. He's not showing off. He's just thirstier than you are. Yep. He can go and all he, day on that. Ne- never seen him piss, mate. But then. I have once. How was it? Lot Loman. We got a, we're playing golf in Variety um, Golf Day over there. And we end up getting like one of the Mercedes little Vito vans back to where we were staying at a pub up the road. And he mistimed his exit from the van. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, his legs went and he ended up on the floor. <laughs> and he couldn't get up. Oh, he was like a crab. He had to roll him on his front and then he pushed himself up. <laughs> I've never seen anything like... like That's the only time I've ever seen him a little bit tipsy. And that could have been he just got a bit of vertigo. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah. I remember I think we played England A against France A, England A in a place called Blagnac near Toulouse on a Friday night. Um, reasonably rough affair. And... Um, after the game, everyone uh, got on it. And among other people, like Lewis Moody was told he was never going to play for England again. Went on to win the World <laughs> Cup. Ben Kay as well. Um, but I think it was Mark Cornwall, the Gloucester second row. Great yeah, bloke. Him. Pasty, his nickname is. Great bloke, Pasty. Great bloke. Love him. And um, I think it was him. We parked right up against the curb outside, wherever it was, this function, wherever. And Pasty got to the top step of our team bus went to step down and he tipped from the top step and he didn't hit his head on the way through because he tried to catch up with his legs and like it was almost like he was running imagine you're in a pool doing aqua jogging facing and you're like leaning forwards at 45 degrees that's what his legs started doing so he propelled himself like a javelin out of the bus door (laughs) just went from my memory He'll, he'll, he'll hear this and he'll, he'll text me to correct me, I think, if I'm wrong. But he went face first into a chicken wire fence, having fallen from the top step of a bus. <laughs> That's oh, dangerous. Jesus. Mate, it was. Yeah, it really was. But you it's, don't think about that at the time, no, do you? It's, it's one of those, uh, is he all right? Yeah, great. We can laugh about it. Yeah. Oh, God, he's really big. Can you get him out of the way for this? <laughs> um, that was the night I went, I stayed on the, had to sleep on the, I went back to my bed and I think it was Scriv's was just asleep in my bed. And I basically was like, Scrivs, you're in my bed. And he was a senior player, Scrivs. And he was basically like, I know we don't swear on this pod. He's like, fuck off. I was like, yep, yeah, okay. So I just went and slept on the floor in the bathroom. I woke up the next day. Whoever woke me up, I can't remember. I wasn't that smashed. I was just like, well, this is my room and whatever. So I went and slept on the bathroom floor. It's an odd decision. And I just slept on my back on the floor, on the tiled floor with the lights on in my suit. And one of the lads was like, why didn't you use the spare pillows? Why didn't you use any towels? Why aren't you lying in the bath? I just lay flat on a white tiled floor uh, with the lights on. Bath wouldn't work, mate. It's too awkward position. You're better off being yeah. flat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a bit weird. 
I mean, yeah, good I days, s- good days. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose if you'd wore, if you'd slept topless, it might have been too cold on a tiled floor. So, yeah, quite a sensible decision. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. But didn't get a lot of sleep. But it was it was a nice time. We had a nice time. The trip Scrivs puts on every year with um, for golf. We normally go to La Manga, and it's been like help for heroes. It's been Wooden Spoon, and now it's the Wasps Foundation. I remember my first year I went out there. I roomed um, with Reese Williams, former fifteen, now working at WU. Rebo, Rebo, yeah, Grease Williams, Riz, um, because his wife's called Liz and. They come as a package, so we named them Riz. Um, and obviously, it's first night away, you get super excited. Well, I do anyway. First night's always the biggest until the second night. But woke up in the morning, and there was there was a massive dollop of sick in between the beds. And I've looked across, and I've gone, Reese, wake up. Reese, wake up, wake up. He's woke up and said, Look, you've been sick in the middle of the floor. He's like, Fred, he's going, oh my God, oh my God. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I was like, right, well, you're going to have to clean it up, mate. I'm not helping. Um, use use a cup or use a, a glass. You're going to have to scoop it up, put it down the toilet. And then, oh, yeah. and then you're going to have to, you're going to have to use something, shower gel or something. And so he goes, gets a cup and he, he starts to scoop it up. And he goes, oh, Shanks. I said, yeah, he goes, you sure it wasn't you? I went, no, mate, never sick. Clean it up. It's disgusting. And he goes, no, I think it might be you. I said, it's not me. He said, I think it might be you. I said, well, why do you think it's me? He said, well, there's a trail coming from your pillow down the side of the bed all the way to the middle of the floor. Oh. Oh, it was, honestly, it was it was on a par with, well, it wasn't as bad as when I stayed at um, Pauli's house um, for your 40th. Yeah. But that was bad. That was bad, yeah. But, like I was having to do everything. Luckily, he had some talc reese because he's old school when it comes to drying. So we put a little talc on the on the floor, and I cleaned it up. I did I did as good a job as I could, and I left a massive tip for the um, um the people that clean your room. What they called cleaners? Cleaners. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Cheers. Um. But yeah, talc. Do you do you, you strike me as a person that would use talc to get in those little crevices? That <laughs> can't. <laughs> The folds <laughs> can't dry properly, like drying a bulldog. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. No, I don't use towel. Disgusting story. Don't use towel. Yeah, that no, was disgusting. Um, a lot of people have been approaching me at various events recently, saying how much they liked it when we talked about poo on our podcast. Mm. We shouldn't do it again, by the way. But just so you know, we we worried. Well, I thought mm, maybe that's a bit inappropriate that podcast. I know, like compared to. Some of the other, you know, pods out there, we're quite restrained um, in terms of the language and the sort of we we you know we we don't go too gross on this pod. We're not too effy and blindy, you know, and we try not to be too laddish on this pod because uh, it's not really us. But um, well, it's you. But um, that was that seemed to go down well, Tom. Yeah, well. We're going to Villamora soon for Cardiff Rugby Foundation trip. Seventeen teams. So I'm oh, sure someone's going to shit himself and this massively, <laughs> absolutely one hundred percent. Something's happening over there. I tell you what, you can't do on this pod like this. What you can't do is like my money's on bubs, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's just food intake plus alcohol, isn't it? But I, you can't start naming people that have had accidents without their permission because that's not cool. And it's happened on other pods, and I know the lads really haven't liked it that have been targeted but i'm gonna i'm gonna ask permission of someone this week to tell a story about them on a trip okay on a tour we went on um and i'll ask i won't tell the story quite yet but what i'll say is he denied it and denied it and then when we left we all walked past um to the car park uh sort of and the footpath ran directly underneath four or five floors below but where his bedroom had been in the hotel and someone said, hang on a minute, what's that draped over that bush? And it was, this is just a couple of hours after we'd got in mind because we're, we're legends and uh, we were leaving and there was a pair of shitty chinos that had been flung out of a window <laughs> 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 and you hold them up. And what I would say to you is I can't say what position he was, but there are some positions where when you hold up someone's chinos, they could only fit one body type. Second row. Like, well, uh, so let, I'll try and um, I'll try and all right. 
I'll try and get a name for you, okay? But I've got, I've, he's, you know, he's a he's a prominent figure, so I've got to make sure he's okay with it. Um, well, one of the worst things I remember seeing—you've got me into it now. We're, when we're training with Wales, training at the Barn, which is at the Vale of Morgan Hotel, not the Vale of Morgan, the Vale Hotel, and we were in the gym, and then someone came out and said, "Boys, you've got to go and have a look in Cubicle Two. It is unreal." So we all go out and we're all having a look back and forth. And no joke, to this day, it's the biggest poo I've ever seen in the toilet. And someone was really proud of it as well because there was no toilet paper, which means they would have wiped and flushed it down another toilet just so that people could see it. Uh, I just, it was wider than a Coke can. No, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration. I would say... 100% 100% now, it was the size of a can of Stella. And it was just, <laughs> and it was just lying there, slightly killed. And no toilet paper, just proud. And we, no one knows to this day who did it. A lot of people were saying, maybe it's Robin McBride. I don't think it was. Um, but it had to be someone, either front row or second row. Like, could just in comparison, really. Yeah. But it was well, it was like South Park and when Bono does the world record for the biggest poo. It, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was gigantic. I used to live with Martin Wood, Woody. I met him last week. I might have mentioned on the pod uh, that I was going to meet him. We had a but I have post, I, I have PTSD from it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Post-turd stress all year. So, Woody, I lived with him and he had a few gags Um same old gags, but you'd, you'd use them every day. But because you use them every day, they were funny. So whenever the police went past, and the, he'd do the same gag, and we were sitting in this hotel in Leeds of the day having a drink, and the police, two police officers walked in, and he just grabs hold of me like he's got me in the headlock. He goes, oh, I got him here. Here he is. I got him. Got him here. And it's his favourite gag. And if you ever see anyone who isn't tall, you'll say, how far away are they? You know, same old stuff. What's the weather past, like up there? Yeah, you go past a... A, a lorry with hay on it. Hey, hey, hey! You know, it's just every time. Um, and it, it, there's a million of these things. But he used to go, he used to um, come out the toilet and he'd, he'd, he'd walk to you, he'd walk out the toilet, he'd walk into the room, he'd look back, point back at the toilet and he would say, now that wants its back snapping. <laughs> every time. What's it back snapping <laughs> as if it's going to need breaking up to get rid of it every time, every day, sometimes twice a day. <laughs> so I, kinda, I find myself doing it. I find myself doing it in hotel rooms on my own. Oh, that wants it back snapping. <laughs> when he was walking along and wearing a pair of jeans or trousers or whatever, he would, as long as I was, he would fart and then he'd stop and then kick his leg out like he was trying to kick it out of the bottom <laughs> of his jeans. <laughs> get up, get out of there. Go on, get out of there. He'd like patting his jeans down. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, very good. Oh, ve- yeah, very good. Um, I played golf this morning, FYI. Oh, didn't win. Change. Didn't win. But there's been, uh, my club has been sabotaged, and I don't know by who, my three would. Well, hang on a minute. You were playing silly buggers with clubs at Tins's golf day. Do you think Austin yeah. could have had well, his way? I text I text him a photo of it and with loads of laughing faces and like he swears it wasn't him. But then that's exactly what Austin would say. Yeah. But he said promise didn't touch your clubs. Someone's done something to my three wood because it's cracked on the face of the club. And I hit it three times. And noise it meant made was like a hollow hammer because obviously it's, it's knackered. Um, so I don't know who my other culprit could be Nicky Robinson because I played with him at Tins's golf day and we just kept setting off his trolley the whole time. And when, you did hammer him, but you hammer him a bit on this pod every now and again. So maybe he's he's trousers. got sick of getting the text yeah. saying you've been hammered again. Maybe, maybe someone's done it anyway, but. That's all right. I needed a new one anyway. <laughs> Excuse to buy a new one, isn't it? Exactly. I was like, this morning, I was like, God, you know, it's, you know, I've got Apple AirPods. I was just on my phone. Apple AirPods, you know, they're 250 quid. And it just, you know, they're, they're so expensive, but I, I think they are so convenient because they've got no wireless and they're little. and Noise reduction. Like, 
And it's, li- yeah, it's literally like, you don't need any headphones, yours work. No, they are quite unreliable. No, you have to charge them. You charge them between uses. Yeah, but they've got a different plug and it's just like, stop. It's not, you don't need an excuse. They're very good. I will say that. But what, but what about in the gym? Very good. Because I've got Beats, those Power Beats Pro no. that go over your ears. No. And, they, and they're, they're fine, but they're, they're a bit fiddly, but they're fine. But also... Speak to Bubs, they, you get the same. They can't, they, I, the gym music overpowers my headphones. Nope, noise reduction, mate. Get them in your ears. 250 you, quid, mate. How big's a hole in your ear these days? No, my ear hole is fine. It's just... Okay, fine. Like you're not you know some, some headphones have got... Yeah, exactly. You know some um, <clears throat> uh, headphones of the wireless ones have got a little plastic hooky loop bit that hooks into the... Yep. I haven't got that because I've got, I've got a cauliflower, so I haven't got... Um, it can't hook in anywhere. It just needs to poke in and stay in there on its own. Nope. Get them, mate. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You were at the game. Congratulations. Yep. You got a good gig there. What did People you kept saying, it? where's Shanks? Where's Shanks? And I said, I'll text him now to say, where are I come and find you? And then Doc, Doc was like, I'm going to do it. Text him now. Where are you, mate? Yeah, well. Um, yeah, all right. You got a gig. I didn't. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah but I'm a Heineken Cup winner. Mm. So, right, technically I'm not, but won the Challenge Cup and that's even better. They Some people say that's even harder. It is. Um, yeah, it's harder to win that because you haven't got as good a team. That's what I always think. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not as good. It's harder to win. Um, the, the thing is this, right? As I said on the TV, Tom, the thing is this. You can't... You, Paul Grayson, I'm sure I've said this on the pod before, but Paul Grayson taught me one of the most important lessons genuinely I've ever learned in commentary and TV and punditry and stuff is that not everything you see in a game has to be the greatest or the worst thing you've ever seen. It can be good, bad, indifferent, somewhere in the middle. It just, otherwise, because you leave yourself nowhere to go. Yeah. And then when you eventually see something sensational or horrific, it loses its impact when you say it, right? And he's dead right. And um, obviously, he's always right. Pretty much always right. But that game was... I mean, the atmosphere was great and all that. I've been at better atmospheres. That would be top in the top few. But actually, because it was almost all uh, Leinster fans, because it's a home game, whatever anyone calls it, um, it's it's not quite as good as when there's half of each. But the atmosphere was amazing, especially that first quarter of an hour from um, Leinster, was, which we'll talk about in a sec, was sensational defensively as well as offensively. They, they were smashing La Rochelle in the carry, and it was amazing. 
the atmosphere was electric then and we couldn't believe it. And I actually thought this is going to be 40 nil. It was going to be a rubbish final. But what I will say is that I've watched all the finals because well, 99% of them on, or 75% of them on TV, I've watched them. It's, that is the best. That's the best Heineken Cup final I've seen comfortably. I mean, comfortably. It's, mm. It was just... Um, it was just unbelievable. I don't know how they did it. And as as Rog said afterwards, don't know how they found a way, but they found a way. They it found was just a way, unbelievable. Because Leinster had hardly any time in La Rochelle's half, let alone twenty two in that second half. They just they couldn't get out either. The breakdown was a bit of a free fall at the start, and I, I do think that it evened itself out towards the end because initially, uh, now we're totally unbiased. We're neutrals in this. Yeah. Didn't bother me who was good, who won the game whatsoever. You just you want the two best teams in a final, and then see what happens. So, but I, I thought Leinster again away was so much in that first half, coming in from the side, um, just hands in the ruck, not supporting their own weight. I think they were quite lucky on quite a few occasions. Leinster, I thought their yellow card was quite harsh as well to Curvalo. Um, but I mean talk about starting the game off um, the best way you can I, that's probably the worst thing that could have happened to Leinster really when you look back at it because uh, because they were just too good you know the line out analysis you have to take your hat off to some of the coaches who've come up with a plan maybe it was a coach maybe it was players I don't know but they certainly did their homework and worked out about the back pod not having anyone in the middle just opened up it was perfect and then even things like pulling the ball back to James Lowe kicking the um, 50-22 was just absolutely perfect like really done their due diligence in in how they're going to attack and but the two tries for La Rochelle before half time were so important I don't think I think if Leinster nilled them in the first half I don't think La Rochelle are coming back from that but because they managed to get two tries, it gives them a lifeline, it gives them a little bit of hope. And then it's just about game management. But, I mean, both teams were so physical, like properly, properly physical. Like some of the collisions were were massive. Defences, some huge hits. It was just, it was brilliant to watch. And it was fascinating all the way through because there's so many different sort of subplots of the game. Um, and... I didn't think I didn't think La Rochelle were going to do it. I just I thought Lens would hold on, but and especially then when uh, Dante gets yellow carded, so it becomes fourteen on fourteen. Al Alatolo gets red carded, which I think is the right decision. You can't tuck like that and hit the ruck. And then La Rochelle have one man advantage. Then Dante goes off, and it's man for man. But do you think looking back at the game is easy? But do you think Ross Burns should have gone for goal? Was it in his distance, forty meter mile? No. Uh, what what it seemed to be because I heard it in comms. Because I had the co- I was on pitch side, but then I had the comms in my ear, you know, and it said the wind has actually really picked up and it makes mm. it a really difficult kick. And I looked to my right where the BT Sport guys were, and I was basically laughed about the wind, and all the lads nodded and were like, the backs basically nodded and were like, yeah, you can't, you can't. You can't kick it from there. It's yeah. it's the angle. The wind is too hot, too strong, and you obviously can't read that on the telly. And I can't even read it when I'm there because I I'm I'm just not doesn't ever occur to me to think about the wind because I never did when I was playing. So um, you can't see yeah. it on TV. That's why you know I, I mentioned. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, I, I think the wind had really picked up, and it, it was a very very unlikely kick to get. I think is the thing. But yeah, it was, it was almost like. But you, then you ask why can't Leinster get out of their half, and that's because there's. The physical pressure was immense, and I, I thought I actually thought there was. I've just seen on on social media and on on on, on my phone that um, apparently Johnny Sexton was having a rant about uh, the referee, and mm. I must say, like, it's too easy to pile into refs. But I there were quite there was a, a good handful of occasions during the game that I was sort of. I was really I didn't agree with decisions. I think some stuff was missed and whatever. Got a bad scrums. But I yes, thought. yes. But I really thought it went both ways, actually. Yeah, it did. And what I would say is that I'm not I'm still unsure how somebody from the Leinster 
team wasn't yellow carded in that period of giving penalties away in their right own down 22. Their line. Yep. I thought that was a, you know, I, I, I'm not saying anyone bottled it, I'm saying, but if that is just a Saturday afternoon league match, someone I reckon's got a yellow there, is what it felt like to me. So, Alatatoa, the decision was absolutely correct, but, you know, had Leinster pipped them at the end, you would have, th- you could understand La Rochelle going, well, I, I don't think yeah, it was... Yeah, sorry, sorry, Flats. Yeah. I meant Kelliger got, um, Kelleher got yellow carded, then Dante got yellow carded, Alatatoa was after that, but, that was my point yeah, about Dante. Yeah. You need, you know, when he got 15 men versus 14, that was such an important moment, I it thought. It was. And the, but the big, I, I also, there was a couple of times where I thought that actually, when you think about what La Rochelle are trying to do, yeah, they've got amazing ball players. Sateni's fantastic, Dante and Raymond Rule and the Brees Dulan. They've got brilliant ballers there, but actually, they are, they're a bit like South Africa in that first and foremost, they are a power team and that's yeah. how they get on the front foot. So that's how they, dismantle defences and get them going backwards so and actually when you think about what they're trying to do the fact that they weren't always rewarded properly in the scrum in my opinion and then they weren't the light that Leinster were repeatedly allowed to infringe at their mall it's like this is the core of the La Rochelle game and they're not being rewarded for their dominance so actually it felt a bit like if you know both sides could both sides could argue it I think so I don't I don't think it was from one of the world's top refs, I don't think it was a great performance, but actually, yeah, I, you know, I, when it when it came to the big calls, I, I didn't disagree with you know the Dante thing, didn't disagree with the Alalotoa thing, and also these people are human beings, and it's incredibly difficult slash impossible to get it all right. But um, it yeah, it, it you're actually it's almost like you know I don't know. <laughs> It, it, re- removing La Rochelle's major strength or not rewarding them for being dominant in a certain area where they need to be dominant to win, it kind of felt like this is, if they don't win this, this this period of whatever it is, 10 or so, 15 minutes in this Leinster 22 is going to be analysed 100 times by people and there's going to be questions, why was no one yellow carded? They were, you know? they were eventually. Well, yeah, yeah sooner, they, sooner. Yeah. yeah, but no, I, I agree. I mean... Leinster didn't put a foot wrong, really, in that first half until... Oh, my God, they were good. Gibson Park put the ball out in the full. There was a couple of... Um, uh, was it the first half or second half? That the sort of kicking didn't quite function that well. James yeah. Lowe sliced a couple. Um, and they, they were called back a little bit, but mistakes started to happen. But, I mean, <clears throat> defences made both sides. It was... It's very difficult to call between the two teams because they were that good. Like, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, but you have to say La Rochelle had more possession. Um, Leinster had to make nearly double the amount of tackles. La Rochelle had to make... There was more missed tackles from Leinster. La Rochelle had more possession. But, mate, like, you're, you're watching people like um, Bottier coming around the corner. And he's just getting hammered back. Hammered, mate. Hammered. Dan Sheehan, apps. I mean, Skelton. how good is Dan Sheehan? Yep. Oh my he days! Is. Yep, good. He was the best player on the field when he was out there. He was unbelievable. But it was just, it was what a there, player. There wasn't much room out there, and you know, La Rochelle mm. had to somehow slow the game down, had to to be more direct because that that is their strength. You're exactly right, and they play like um, South Africa. They don't have the movement. They don't have. Um, the, they don't break teams down like Leinster do. They break them down differently, mostly with power. And then they've got a couple of amazing players in that back line. Satenny's yeah. fantastic. Satenny, mate, that, that break. And he's so important. He here, just though. slips over at the end, mm-hmm. just stumbles. Otherwise, he's under the post. Do you know what I, was, I noticed that? So, that the first period, La Rochelle are getting torn apart by the Leinster attack and they're getting smashed by the Leinster defence. And then you fast forward to the period where La Rochelle are so dominant in the second half, but they're not getting rewarded. They're getting stopped, turnover, turnover, penalty, penalty, can't get over. And it's just not going their way. They've had a million phases or a hundred phases near the Leinster line and they're just not going their way. And normally you'd think Leinster would take heart from that. But you look at the La Rochelle team and all the big guys, you've got Skelton smiling. You've got Antonio saying, boys, we're good. Everything's good. We're all fine. You've got Roman, Roman Sazi in the second row. He's getting up and winking at the boys after they conceded a turnover. They're just not heads down. They were so mm. calm, like, yep. so relaxed. And it's like, that is quite unusual. Like that, you know, biggest stage, 
and yep. Bugarit as well. I mean, just on a talking about Sheehan was exceptional. If he was the best player on the field, I think a good chance you could say that Bugarit, the his opposite number, uh, Lara Shellhooker was. He wasn't as good as Sheehan on the day, but God, he was good. What like, about Nagatai when he came on and he, managed, he had a huge run, yeah. got them five meters out? And you think here it is. The yeah. old length of somehow they find a way. Yep, they did exactly that. They found a how way. How do these massive men like? How does I know Atoni didn't play the whole game and Colom didn't play Carried the whole well, game though. really well, but Skelton is so active and damaging mm. and dangerous. His skill level so high. Like when he hits rucks, mate, Jesus, mm. you're, you're wondering about. He's hitting them legally, but you just like actually, he's so much bigger than everyone else on the field. Um, I mean, yeah, he, I thought he was just wonderful, and, and the fact that they got smacked in the first twenty minutes and just stayed calm and somehow won. I mean, it was it was a demonst- it was an absolute demonstration of what belief looks like. Yeah, real, I hope, real real belief. I hope we find out what happened half time in the tunnel. Johnny Sexton was involved. Um, one of the coaches, Sean O'Brien. And Ronagara, so something's gone on there. European mm-hmm. rugby are going to investigate. It was to do with speaking to the referee, I believe, Jakob Piper at yeah. halftime. So we'll find out. But some of the scenes then after you're seeing in La Rochelle in the port are amazing. You know, oh. all the crowd come out. You'd seen the celebrations yesterday on the bus. It was. I, I remember when the game finished. I walked up to my wife. Who, was garden I think I said not that you care at all babe I love you first um, oh, secondly sweet. that was one of the best games I've watched um, it was so yeah. good and yeah. she said oh was it said, yeah she said who's who won I said you don't really care do you she went no you don't know went, you don't yeah. know um, get, back I get, to, get back to your I bamboo I get, t- <laughs> I get I get a text saying wow amazing game in brackets according to my dad <laughs> uh, yeah exactly <laughs> Who were every 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 weekend when I get back from a game? Was it a good game? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, no idea. It's nice that I don't want to come home and talk about rugby. That's for sure. No. Well, so, this weekend is the Premiership final, Saracens Sale, and the URC final, Grand Final, Stormers Munster. Who are you going to Who are you going to pick for Premiership? I'm picking Stormers for yours, and I'm picking um, Saris for ours. But last year, by the way, I said. Leinster definitely going to win. Mm. This year, I said I think Leinster will win, and last year I said Saris will definitely win, and all three of those are wrong. Mm. So do you know, you know, you, you, people don't or us often don't believe us when we say we don't mind who wins. Whoever's playing, I just don't don't mind who wins really. But for the for the media types, it's a better story for us lot. It's a better story if Sale Sharks win because it's new. Um, I want Munster it, to win. Stormers won last year. I oh, know. I'm not saying I want anyone to win. I'm just it's who I think will win. Okay. Um, I but it's but Sarri's just Owen Farrell last week was exceptional. Yep. And he was he was so good, so good, just so good. So I don't I don't know. I'd, hard to see Sarri's losing, but Sale are a mega mega team when they get it going. They've just lost Ben Curry. They've lost Danji Priya. They've got lost Cobus Visa as we said last week. They, they got some. So Sarries have got a few McFarlane's out, Christie's out. They got guys missing, but I just nah. mm. yeah, going to be a goodie, Tommy. It is going to be. Are you working it? You there? I am. Yeah, with ITV, and then the next day I'm doing. Um, I'm actually covering uh, Barbarians against the World Fifteen. Ah, who's that with? That is well, actually, Channel Five are showing it. Ah, I wonder why they get the call. But it's my mate Taco um, is producing it, and he's done a lot. He, you know, he does a lot of stuff for, I've known him for a long time and he sort of got in contact and said, you're up there anyway, it's going to be fun. Do you want to stay over and do this game with Rupert Cox? I think Alex Payne's doing it. And actually I thought, yes, I will do that. Um, What's Taco 99%. like on the piss? Sorry? What's Taco like on the piss? Oh God, mate. So you start singing it's raining tacos? <laughs> yeah, you don't go anywhere near him. No, he's a lovely man. Um, so that, that'll that be nice. Uh, Israel Flowers playing. Hmm. Now, I read, I, I wouldn't mind someone educating me on this. Um, I mean, Quake Cooper's playing too, and there's some brilliant names playing, so I'm up for that. Um, but someone, the you know, Israel Falaus, the thing, the thing he did, the thing he said and posted and mm. all that. I don't agree with that in the workplace. No, but I, but I did see some interesting stuff on social media, and I I am ignorant here, so this is not me saying, you know, 
Um, this is me saying don't cancel me. But basically, the, the the thing I things I read at the time were actually hang on a minute um, because what he thinks is, I mean, categorically unacceptable to us. Yes, don't agree with any of it. Correct, but you know what happened where he's from is that we in inverted commas arrived and you know took over we colonized the place and we installed our beliefs from you know we sort of indoctrinated installed our beliefs of you know a few generations ago when we arrived took the place over and basically educated them in the way we think and then left them and actually sort of the beliefs they hold were in part or even largely given to them and almost forced upon them by us and then we leave them and okay perhaps in some of these perhaps you know perhaps in some corners of the world the thinking on these things hasn't evolved as rapidly as ours has so actually it's like well he shouldn't have said that but actually why was he taught that by his parents and why do his parents believe that and why were his parents taught that and maybe they're just that's just how they think and that is Apart from anything else, it's offensive to some, but it's sad. It's just sad that people think like that because hell definitely doesn't await <laughs> for homosexuals, you know. Um, that's, the, that's obviously a lot of balls. But um, in brackets, don't think hell exists. But I don't know. It's an interesting one. So I'm just wondering whether I should talk about that during the commentary. Um, <laughs> there will be another thought of the week this time next week. Yeah. Um, that's bit deep for me that mate so um i know it is for you yeah, yeah. but could but someone send me some articles on it so i could educate myself that'd be great perfect perfect and then and if can, anyone knows you can, get into, get, nice you can get into a massive history shirt. debate on air i'm not going to get into a mass debate on air i'll tell you that um <laughs> if someone could send me some links You'd to win some it. nice black shirts that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> thanks boy thinking about it before you even start get ahead of the game <laughs> Tuck in the elastic of your trousers. <laughs> Obviously. All ah, right. There we are. Let's go. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.